What is the psychology of money? Per Rachel Cruz, the psychology of money is the study of our behavior with money. Whether or not you're successful with money isn't about knowledge, IQ, or how good you are at math. It's about behavior. And everyone is prone to certain behaviors over others. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. All right, on today's episode, Dave is going to share three things or three ways that you can know whether or not you're good with money. And these are our three tips, three ways that are coming directly from a certified financial planner. So Dave, go ahead and get started. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining us today on Save Like Dave. And uh, I read an interesting article recently that I want to share some with you. According to Eric Roberge, a certified financial planner, he can tell when somebody comes into his office if you're good with money, by how you handle these three things. And before you get to it, think in your head, what do you think those three things are? What do you think those three things are? This guy, this certified financial planner can tell you right away whether or not you're good with money. So what are those three things, Dave? All right. Did you guys think it through a little bit? All right. He says somebody that is good with money knows his limits or her limits when it comes to financial knowledge. So in other words, if you have a basic understanding about finance, but you really don't know what puts and calls are, you don't know what a Roth IRA is, maybe that person knows their limits and they would seek help. Another example is you get more satisfaction from saving than spending your money. That one is cool. I like that one. <laughs> I was thinking that one sounds just like you. You enjoy saving more than you do spending money. I, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll admit to that. And the last one is, you are more interested in your personal goals versus keeping up with your peers. Now, that one right there, I think, is going to strike a chord with a lot of people. And if you live in the U.S. or Mm -hmm. some of these Western societies where it's so based on status or consumerism or materialism, it's so difficult to not compare yourself with that other person that's making twice as much as you or who has a much nicer car or newer things. Amazing. I think those are really great points. So again, if you want to just repeat those three points one more time. Sure. So here's the three things that he can tell if you're good with money. You know your limits when it comes to financial knowledge. You get more satisfaction from saving than spending your money. And the third one is you are more interested in your personal goals versus keeping up with your peers. Okay, let's discuss the first one a bit and how that may relate to you. Are you really good with money and enjoy discussing money with your friends and family? Or are you more hands-off and never talk about it, other than maybe your basic bill paying and other simple financial transactions? My guess is you fit into the second one. Because if you're in the first group, you are probably not listening right now this far into the podcast. My hope is that I'm beginning to connect with you who struggle with basic financial issues like how to save for future expenses, like saving for a car or a home someday. 
Maybe it's as simple as having an extra $400 because your car needs new tires and you don't have the money. I get it. It's just not your thing. But you also know that you need to know more about money, right? That's why you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, and before we go on to the second point, I think it's um, just to go back to, you know your limits when it comes to financial knowledge. And so what does that mean? That means you know how much you're making, you know what you can afford, and you're not buying something that doesn't fit your annual income or your current savings. Would you say that's about right? Yeah. All right, so let's get into Eric's second point. What is that? Here's the fun one that Nate talked about at the beginning. Are you a saver or a spender? We touched on this in uh, podcast number eight. If you tend to be a spender, I want to challenge you today to think differently and set up methods or processes to change that behavior. One example is setting up a separate savings account so that you pay yourself first. You know, a lot of people that struggle with savings, I've heard this many times, is I just don't have enough money at the end of the pay period to put into savings. What that means is, you know, they get paid and they pay the bills, they go out to dinner, they buy the groceries. And by the end of their pay period, let's just say it's, to make it simple, once a month. So they do all these things during the month. By the end of the month, they don't have any money left in their checking account or in their savings account. And The reason is they don't pay themselves first. And that's what I'm trying to get across to you. If you change your behavior and pay yourself first, this one thing will change your life. I promise. It's interesting because you might say, I don't have enough right now, but I'm sure there's someone who's making twice as much as you who's saying, I don't have enough to save or I don't have enough to do this. And you know, going back to your point on setting it up and paying yourself first, putting it in your savings or investing it at the very beginning of the month when you get your first paycheck or every time a paycheck comes in, you you automatically put it to savings. Yep. It's amazing how you probably won't even notice that money's gone once you start getting used to it. Yeah, you really won't. I would say, honestly, after two or three paychecks, that extra three or five or 10% that you're taking out now to save for your future for your retirement, you won't even notice it. So if you need to refresh on this subject, go to my podcast number three, make it automatic. Now let's be real for a minute. Everyone has needs and wants. Everyone. What I'm about is helping people that struggle with saving and to find ways to get that balance between saving and spending. My goal is to get you to save just a bit more. I don't want you feeling like you are losing with money, but now with a little help, you can win with money. People that are good with money save first and spend the rest. Hopefully today, you finally get it and commit to saving the first part of every paycheck. As Dave Ramsey says, be one of those weird people in regard to money. Apple's Steve Jobs who, along with Steve Wozniak, founded Apple, created an ad campaign that centered on people who think differently. That's another way of changing your behavior, to think differently about money. Just like, for example, Nike's Just Do It commercial, I thought Steve Jobs' commercial series on Think Differently has that same effect. 
in regard to Nike, when they're saying, just do it, don't put it off. Don't put off that morning run because you're tired, you're running late or whatever it is, you just do it. And Steve Jobs kind of saying the same thing regarding money. Think differently. Think differently than what you have in the past. And one thing I'd like to add to this too is so much of what we do in life resolves around our identity and how we see ourselves and the people we're around. And, you know, similar to that, thinking differently, or as Dave Ramsey says, be one of those weird people. Why don't you start seeing yourself as a saver or mm. change your identity around who you are? You're not a spender, you are a saver. Yes. And that little shift in your identity can go a really long way. And same thing with, you know, if you just, are around a lot of people that spend a lot of money. It's going to be easy to spend a lot of money when you're around them. But if you spend time with people that enjoy saving, if you listen to podcasts like this one that encourage and focus on saving and investing and giving, then hopefully that will help you to shift your identity and to be that person that you want to become. Because, you know, whether it be the clothes that you wear or the music that you listen to, it all revolves around that certain identity that you see yourself in. Excellent. So money is not to be feared. It needs to be put to work for you. So don't put it off another day. Master your money by putting it in its rightful place, working for you and not the other way around. Now, the final subject today can be a challenge for most of us. The writer spoke about people who talk about personal goals versus keeping up with your peers. Another way to say it is keeping up with the Joneses. We probably all have heard that before, right? This is a common problem, right? Don't get caught up in what they have. Focus on your goals and dreams. Make it a priority to strengthen your understanding of money through educating yourself first and then putting steps in place to succeed. As you begin this journey toward becoming a systematic saver, you will start seeing positive results and you will win in the area of personal finance. Yeah, this is such an important point. And I mean, they're all important, but that whole phrase, keeping up with the Joneses, that is exactly the United States or Western <laughs> culture in, in so many ways yep. where you see those around you have so much. Maybe you watch it on TV, you know, the Kardashians, or you see it on you know, one of these shows and you think I want to be just like them and have these incredible things. And as soon as you get a little money, you, you try and live this incredible lifestyle with this new car and all this stuff. And suddenly you're paying all this money and interest and loans. That's a whole nother story. But the point is you don't have to be that way. And it starts with being appreciative and being content with what you have. Right. I'll give you one quick example of me. <laughs> we moved into a new community a couple of years ago now. And we're real happy. We love the community. But sometimes I have house envy. I walk in my neighborhood and I see this neighbor's house is just a little bit bigger than mine. Or it's got a three-car garage and mine's only a two-car garage. Oh, boo-hoo, me, right? <laughs> I tell you. So I have to check myself. And, and I'm a good saver. And keeping up with the Joneses, as Nate shared, it's not where it's at. You want to be happy with where you have your, your money. And let me just add to that. I think probably 97 or 98% of people would see Dave's house and probably have house envy because he does live in this incredible community in a really nice house. So it's all perspective, right? Yep, exactly. All right. 
Remember, if you're struggling with this subject, don't give up. I'm here to help. If you have a question regarding money, email at savelikedave.com and I will personally respond. I'll be your cheerleader and coach along the journey. No question is off the table, and if I mention something that you didn't understand, ask me. I promise to help you win with money. So here's three points I want to end with, uh, I want to emphasize. The first one is, accept that personal finance may not be your thing, but commit to getting help. A muscle will not grow unless it is stretched first. The second one is, saving may not be natural for you. However, commit to changing that by making your savings automatic. The third one is, forget about the Joneses for a moment. Focus on you and what you can change. Start saving faithfully by paying yourself first. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. Take action. How do you do it? Have you opened up that savings account yet? Have you started taking money out of your paycheck every single pay period? Do it today. We all have strengths and weaknesses, and if personal finance is not one of your favorite subjects, don't despair, because if you spend just a little bit of time on this subject, you will win in this area. Yep, and just like we said in in earlier episodes, it doesn't take a lot of work. It's not like you have to completely sit down hours and hours to do this. It just takes a little bit of focus for 10, 20, 30 minutes, setting up that savings plan, going to your work and and setting up an automatic, you know, transfer to your savings account or automatically investing in your 401k. All that stuff sounds like it'll take a long time and maybe you put it off for a while because you always say you can do it later, but it really, it's amazing how quickly you can do some of these things and then you don't have to worry about it. So make it automatic. That concludes today's episode. On the next episode, we are going to show you how the U.S. compares to other countries in terms of saving money. You might be wondering, how's the U.S. doing overall? Do most people, is it a culture of saving or which country saves more than another? Do you think you know? Well, check out Dave's next podcast for the answer. It just might surprise you. And lastly, Dave is going to end with a quote related to this episode. All right. The quote comes from Ellie Drake. I've never heard that name before, but when I read the quote, I thought it was excellent. Clarity comes after commitment has been made. 